Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome back. Here we are again with another episode of the Politics and Punk Rock Podcast. I am your host, Andrew for America. And, you know, I'm going to start off today with just a little summation of a few things I was thinking about after my previous podcast. So give me a minute and I would like to talk to you about how this stuff all connects. Um, I'm going to give you an analogy. Uh, so if you, if you listen to my last podcast, I talked about, you know, the KGB guy who told us about how they're, you know, uh, the Soviet communist uh, um, method of subverting uh, an enemy's culture uh, in order to take it over in hopes of taking it over. Um, and, you know, he that, that KGB guy said a few things like, you know, the, the goal was to change the perspective of reality. Um, you know, these things were... were, um, were uh, capable of happening because of lack, the lack of moral standards, uh, you know, and Paul Harvey was talking about, you know, no more moral standards, taking away the morality of, you know, the past way of American life and the, and the culture, which was a lot more Christian and a lot more God fearing. And, you know, it doesn't matter if you're religious or not. I've, I've talked about this before. Um, you still need to know the concepts. Just even if you disagree, you can't just be like, oh, I don't even want to learn anything about it because I just disagree. And I don't like that that happened. Or I don't like that that's the way it is. Or that's, um, you know, even if it's good, even even if it benefits you, even if it's effective, even if it's the best way for all of us to live together peacefully, um, you know, you people are just never happy. <laughs> you know, I mean... I mean, the KGB guy said one of the steps is to promise goodies. What does that sound like? Promising goodies. You know, student loan forgiveness, uh, stimulus checks, you know, uh, extended unemployment benefits with COVID. I mean, that's there's a lot of crossover there. That definitely connects, doesn't it? You know, people become disillusioned, the KGB guy said, over time. After the demoralization uh, process is over, after they destabilize the, the, the country, then they come in with some type of crisis, and then eventually the situation is normalized. That, those are the four steps of subverting the culture of, a, of an enemy state or nation. You know, and then at the end of that KGB guy's speech, he was talking about how, you know, this Marxist was killed by this other Marxist who was more Marxist than him in this uh, Central American country. Uh, down in South America, in this country, the same thing happened where this guy assassinated this guy and yada, yada, yada. And what does that sound like? You guys remember when I talked about the John Perkins book, Confessions of an Economic Hitman? Wasn't that kind of his job? Was exactly that. They would go in. They would try to coerce 
and threaten the use of force to get what they want. And if it didn't work, then they sent in the jackals. The jackals go in, quietly try to take care of the situation. And if the jackals miss, then they end up sending in the United States military. And that's how your government does business around this world, people. You know, when you hear, uh, you know, I'm, right now I'm thinking about uh, that line from uh, the System of a Down song. Uh, you know, why don't presidents fight the war? Why do they always send the poor? You know, I mean, I, I'm a firm believer that I, I, you know, I served my country because I wanted to serve my country. I thought that it was an honorable thing to do. I believed in, in America, you know, maybe it was propaganda. Maybe it was really from my family's ideas, uh, downloaded into my brain. You know, it could have come from a lot of places, you know, but I think George Washington one time said that, you know, as soon as the people, uh, are not willing to support uh, their country or defend rather their country uh, then it's over who's going to go fight the wars if we uh, are invaded from outside armed citizens uh, presumably right well what if it's an ideological subversion what if it's a psychological subversion <laughs> you know there are many ways to take over a country you don't have to just barge in with your military and, uh, and and just, you know, forcibly take over, which is obviously an effective method and has happened, you know, thousands of times in the past. But there are other ways to subvert a culture, and we talked about it. Psychological warfare, mind control, media manipulation, etc., etc. You guys know this stuff now by this point, right? It all connects. It all connects. Leaders assassinated by, you know... Or, you know, world leaders assassinated by members of this big club that John Perkins talked about. The KGB guy seconds that that notion. So, you know, I'm not, I'm, none of this is evidence, I guess, really. I mean, I mean it depends on how you define evidence. But, you know, I, I look at this stuff like I, I like I look at Yelp, right? So let's just say you're looking at Yelp and you're looking at a restaurant, right? And all of the reviews are predominantly negative, right? Okay, well then obviously a lot of people there's a there's a consensus uh that there's some stuff that they're missing on at this restaurant, right? So then the I the logical thing to do is to find out what exactly it is. And what you do is you look through all of those negative ads and you find common themes. You know, the service was terrible, the food's not good, whatever, right? And the opposite is also true for positive. Let's say you go to a five-star restaurant's Yelp page, right? And you you start scrolling through the reviews and you see a, a whole lot of positive reviews. Well, what is the common threads, right? Now it's time to go look logically through, read these reviews, and figure out what the common themes are so that you can get a more accurate picture of reality, of objective truth, you know? Statistics work in this way, you know, finding the mean, finding the median, uh, the standard deviation, plus, plus or minus, how far uh, away or close to being accurate are you? You know, these, these are the ways that we measure concepts, uh, especially in sociology and social psychology. Um, that's how it's done. 
And you can never, there's no perfect answer. Science is exactly that. It, you know, they're universally agreed upon truths, but science shouldn't be mistaken as absolute truth. It shouldn't be, because that's not true. Science is really a, a constant trial and error test testing process that over time will give you, just like the Yelp review thing, common themes, common threads that seem to be true all the time, or they seem to be true some of the time, or they are true almost never, right? This is, you know, you have to kind of get an idea of how to measure things so that you can judge scale, you can judge proportion, you can uh, have a conversation with yourself when you hear someone on the news talking about something that is just, they're putting it in these sensationalized terms like, oh my God, the end of days is coming. But really when you look at the issue and you take five minutes of time out of your day to investigate and look behind the scenes, you find out that on a priority level, this stuff is like uh, the lowest priority possible. Why is this being made such a big deal of on the news? Well, that's what you call media manipulation, people. <laughs> Idiots watch the news and go, God, this is really important because I'm seeing it on the news. Is it really important, though? <laughs> Probably not, people. Probably not. You're going to have to learn to be smarter than your television set. It's called the idiot box for a reason. All this stuff connects people. 1984, Orwell talked about it. Brave New World, Huxley talked about it. You know, Eric Fromm, Sane Society talked about it. John Perkins talked about it. And, and the list goes on and on, people. I got a bookshelf full of books that over, you know, throughout the course of this podcast, I'm going to continue to show you examples. I'm going to continue to show you factual, objective evidence, agreed upon truths, history that you can't erase, that you shouldn't want to erase, you should want to learn from, so that we can all together progress. You know what I'm saying, people? All this stuff connects. You just got to go out and start connecting the dots on your own. It's really not that hard. All you got to do is be interested. All you have to do is be intellectually curious. You know, apathy is your enemy, people. Boredom is your enemy. Routine is your enemy. The status quo, falling in line, doing things the way they've always been done, quote unquote. That's just the way it is, quote unquote. That's all mental systems of control, roadblocks. It's like your brain creates reasons for you to not investigate. Or outside forces are putting these thoughts into your brain. Or governments are creating a society where your 24-hour day consists of some of these things. Boredom, apathy, I don't care, I don't know, I don't want to learn. Why do I, learning's hard. I want to go watch the game. I want to go play this video game. I want to, you know, whatever. Unhealthy, you know, behavior. Fill in your favorite unhealthy behavior. Oh, I just don't want to change. Oh, I just don't want to stop. I just don't feel like it. You know, I mean, 
And if you're a gullible, naive person like that, and these people just keep offering you, hey, man, here, try this drug. Oh, it's great. You'll love it. Here, smoke cigarettes. You know, here, uh, read this book. It's called uh, The Communist Manifesto. Hey, read this book. It's called Mein Kampf. Hey, you know, it's very easy to suggest big concepts in colorful, descriptive language that entices people and lulls them in to a point of view. Very easy to radicalize people. Very, 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 very easy. You think you're, and if you're the type of person right now listening to me and you're like, oh, that stuff doesn't work on me. <laughs> Woo! You sure? <laughs> you have any uh, intellectual honesty, uh, self reflection capability going on there? Or is your ego just, you know, running the show? I'm going to win. I'm going to be narcissistic, you know. Well, this is just kind of how I wanted to kick off this theme. If you didn't listen to my last episode, episode 8, uh, you should go back and listen to it because you probably didn't understand any of the stuff I just talked about uh, at the beginning of this podcast today. So go listen to KGB guy. Uh, you know, go uh, listen to when I talked about the John Perkins book. Go back and, you know... Go back and read that stuff. So here's another way that I want to uh, explain to you today how all of this connects. Let's talk about COVID for a minute, okay? You know, when I was listening to the KGB guy talk about, um, you know, socialist, whatever, communist subversion methods by the KGB, uh, it made me think about COVID, people. It really made me start thinking about how the COVID rollout started, how it began, all the questions, all the conspiracies surrounding where did it come from? Was it uh, a virus that jumped from a animal to a human in a, you know, in a wet market in China? Or was it created in a lab and uh, distributed purposefully by the Chinese government? Uh, was it a target? Was it a targeted... Uh, attack on the United States and the world in order to further uh, get everybody into some type of collective bargaining uh, through the United Nations where now uh, it's really not about your national lines anymore. Now we're all in this together, people. You know, I've said this before with aliens. Like, you know, what if aliens come down to this planet? Does that mean all of our religions weren't right? You know? Does that mean we were wrong? Does that mean that it was all just, you know, all religion was just humans' uh, desire to be hopeful and to uh, create a way of living for us that civilizes us, quote unquote, so that we're good, decent people? How do you define that? How do you define morality? Is there a universal morality? I ask that question a lot. That's one of my deepest philosophical questions. Is there a universal morality? And if so, what is it? And furthermore, should there be? Because that's the future. They're going to they're gonna create a universal knowledge base. They're going to create a universal way of thinking. They're going to create the way that all of us, regardless of where we come from, we all have to participate and play the game. And the, the new big game is going to be, guess what? There's viruses out there, people. And now, just like after 9-11, when... They rolled out the Patriot Act 
and said, you know what, now we're going to start spying and tracking everybody, possible domestic terrorists. We're going to set up the TSA so we can screen you at the airport. We can now control travel. All this stuff is premeditated, people. If you think that this stuff isn't a plan, a government plan, just sitting in a folder on a shelf somewhere, waiting to be picked up and rolled out when the opportunity shows itself. You know, the Hegelian dialectic, problem, reaction, solution, thesis, antithesis, synthesis, controlled conflict theory. These are the methods of empire, people. Change the perspective of reality, COVID, or no, I'm sorry, KGB guy said. Uh, don't you think the COVID rollout kind of, uh, and the media uh, portrayal of what's happening, and then all the conspiracy theories behind what they're telling us on the news, the Trump versus Biden camps, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They're trying to change the perspective of reality. Sounds like it could be some type of subversion attack effort by nefarious forces who are in the world who are trying to achieve their ambitious goals. You know? Our lack of knowledge, our lack of morality. I mean, you're seeing it. You're seeing how how people of, you know, vastly different intelligences are reacting to how, you know, the new COVID protocols. Some people... Uh, fall in line and follow the rules just as quick as quick, quick can be. You don't really need to persuade them. Some people are a little bit more discerning. They're a little bit more, you know, I, I want to do the right thing, but I also want to investigate and see what's going on. Some, you know, some of the stuff doesn't smell right here. This is fishy. You know, something's up. I need more information so that I can make good decisions for myself free of what the government and the television and the school etc are telling me to do that's the difference between you know average intelligence and exceptional intelligence in my humble opinion I know I sound like an asshole sometimes when I talk about this stuff but it's fact people this is fact this is the way it is look at the animal kingdom look at every other living creature that you've ever seen some of them are social. Some of them are, are not social creatures. All of them will kill you for, if they need to eat. You know, I mean, it's human nature, people. You know? And then, then you know, the, as far as the COVID rollout goes, you know, all this stuff, you know, uh, restricting your freedom, uh, you know, Isolation. I mean, these things are mentally taxing, uh, you know, consequences of the benevolent, good, well-intended COVID rollout, right? People, you got to wake up. Like, not everything that you see on TV and everything that you're told by the government is accurate and good for you and beneficial for you. And now they're promising goodies. Remember KGB guy talked about promising goodies? Oh, you just promise them goodies. And then once the useful idiots come in and serve their purpose of helping you destabilize the nation, then they line you up against the wall and shoot you. (laughs) Socialism, communism is forced, people. If you think you have it bad in the United States, just wait. Oh, just you wait. 
until communism and socialism take root. Oh, I will be laughing in all of your faces with the tears running down my face because I've been trying to tell you people, some of us have been trying to warn you people about this for so long and now that it's too late, now we get to say I told you so for the rest of our lives. (laughs) And Adam, that's the only thing that I will look forward to if that really happens and if that world comes into existence because it's going to be really, really, really terrible on a level that you, I don't think your brain is even capable of comprehending. Maybe unless you've served in the military <laughs> and you've seen some reality in this world. Maybe if you're a gangbanger, maybe if you're a cop, you know, a first responder, whoever sees, you know, the shit of human nature, the reality of what human beings are capable of. You know, people become disillusioned, is what KGB guy said. You think people are becoming disillusioned now? I am. I've been disillusioned for a long time. Maybe you should be more disillusioned. (laughs) I mean, I get it, people. Ignorance is bliss. It is. It's true. That's why that's such a cliche phrase, because it's true. Ignorance is bliss. But that bliss has a time limit. <laughs> that bliss is... The, 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 the clock on that bliss is ticking, people. Tick-tock. Tick-tock. You better start learning this stuff, people. You better start connecting the dots. It all connects. All it takes is a little curiosity and a little effort. That's all you got. And, and, and maybe some mentors to point you in the right direction. But we will not help you walk through the door. We can only show you the door. You're the one that has to walk through it. You're the one that has to make the choice. All right. Uh, I'm going to take a break, and I'll be back after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, everybody. <clears throat> Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, hey, I needed to let you guys know that I made a mistake, too. Uh, on a previous podcast, I gave you my email address <clears throat> uh, for you guys to email me with questions, you know, comments, concerns, thoughts, feelings, ideas, etc. And I gave you the wrong email address. So here it is. It's Andrew for spelled out, not the number for, spelled out, F-O-R, America, 1984, at gmail.com. Again, Andrew, for America, 1984, at gmail.com. Send me your thoughts, songs, songs, comments, concerns, whatever. But, you know, be specific. Keep it quick. All right. Um, so, yeah, people, I don't know. Like, all the stuff I've been talking about, like, you know, 
the new totalitarian dictatorship, world government. I mean, if that's really where we're going, you know. Remember KGB guy said you will have nowhere to defect to. Where are you going to go? Where are you going to go if you don't like your government when you live under a world government? <laughs> Every single piece of land is controlled by the same government in that scenario. Don't know if you ever thought about that. You should probably start thinking about that because that's the world your children are going to know. Maybe your grandchildren, but eventually. You know, and this stuff just makes me, I just want to disappear. I just want to get out of here. I just want to like go, you know, to through a black hole into a parallel universe and a different existence, a different realm. Uh, it's hard. And, you know, it's hard to think about. Even for me, even a guy that like, you know, you guys might think I enjoy this stuff. I don't. I just, I'm doing what I think, I'm doing what I think is right. And I'm doing what I think a good person would do that has certain knowledge. They would try to share it and inform others and say, hey guys, this stuff, you know, hey, just maybe look at it a little bit differently. You don't have to agree, but, you know, let's just give you that ammo. You just need some ammunition, you know? You're going to shoot long range. You're sniping somebody from a distance. You need something for home defense, you know, 12 gauge, you know, birdshot, birdshot, buckshot. You know what I'm saying? Situation, different tool, different scenario. You need some concealed carry. You need a nine millimeter. You know what I'm saying, people? You got to have the ammo. got to have the right ammo. got to have the right tools to do the job. Or you can't do the job. You can't do the job. I'm going to play some punk rock. I love this band. These guys are called Off With Their Heads. They're from right here in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And this song is dedicated to all of you that feel the way I do right now, where you just want to disappear, man. You just want to get out of here and just see what, you know, something else, something new, something better maybe. I don't know. Maybe just a temporary getaway mentally. I don't know. But with COVID, I definitely need a vacation. And living in Minnesota... This song goes out to you. If you're living through this cold weather right now, you don't know why you're here. You just want to disappear. I should have seen this from the start. I should have always been on my own. Now it's perfectly clear. I never should have stayed here. I should have just disappeared. The time that we have spent apart has made me realize I am torn. Between the person I was, who I wanted to be, and the one I'm on And now I sit here in the dark In a city that is not my own Not my own either, man I hate the damn cold The disappointment in my San Diego to a beach.
darkness from the start I should have always been on my own Made it perfectly clear I shouldn't be here Now I'll just disappear song bear me up to my neck and just walk away man <laughs> uh, boy do I feel that way sometimes especially when I'm talking about this stuff off with their heads people awesome awesome punk rock band underrated underrated they are awesome um yeah man it, it's uh it's a crazy crazy covid world we're living in out there i don't know makes me makes me scared makes me fearful makes me uh makes my intellectual curiosity just fast forward into overdrive because i just want to know what's happening and, and i think i know i feel like i have some pretty good ideas uh you know if that old phrase is true, that the best predictor of future behavior is past behavior. If it walks like a duck and it talks like a duck, chances are it might be a duck. How many of you that actually know me personally have heard you heard me say that a million times before? My fiance right now, if she listens to this podcast, she's going to be like, oh God, did you really say that on your podcast? <laughs> she's going to be like, you're such a dork. She's right. I am kind of a dork. I am. Kind of a dork. <sighs> what do you guys think, man? What do you guys think about COVID? You think this is the Trojan horse? You think this is it? This is how they're going to walk their uh, little worldview uh, into our lives by force? Hostile takeover? Yeah, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if you see these unemployment benefits just keep going and going and going. And you know, it scares me because it's like, you know, who, where's this money coming from? Is the Fed really just printing money, putting us even that much closer to hyperinflation? Or is the World Bank and these world bankers and the big club, the club that you and I are not in, that I continue to talk about on this podcast, maybe they're fronting the bill. By design, funding both sides of every conflict so that they can control the outcome. False flags. You guys ever hear about false flags? I'm not even going to go into it because although false flags are absolutely objectively true and real and have happened and continue to happen repeatedly, uh, apparently that's conspiracy theory too. Can't talk about that. Can't talk about Epstein, can't talk about Jill and Maxwell, you can't talk about the QAnon conspiracy, you can't even talk about it. You can't even talk about it. You can't even have a conversation about it. Because you're immediately, boom, domestic terrorist. Off to the gulags with you. That's the future of this mentality, people. This progressive movement and this, this communist 
takeover for lack of a better. I don't even I don't even like calling it that. Like who even knows if it, it who knows if it's even communist? Just because they're using communist methods, maybe that's not the ultimate goal. Who knows? Who knows? But here's one thing I do know. I do know that it does not matter, people. It does not matter who the president of the United States is. It does not matter. Politicians are put there to make you think that you have freedom of choice. You don't. You have no choice. You have owners. They own you. And if they don't own you now, they're going to own you real soon. When this whole new world order gets rolled out. Oh boy. Oh ho 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 boy. You ever heard of the Georgia Guidestones? More conspiracy theory. Hey, those things. Hey, people wouldn't be talking about it if it wasn't standing where it is with the words that it has etched in stone in it. If it wasn't there, why would anyone ever be talking about it, people? It's real. Someone made that. Someone put that there. Was it a crazy psycho, uh, uh, schizophrenic? Uh, you know, was it someone who uh, did some acid and they thought that it was the burning bush and you know the rest? Are all religions just, you know, oral traditions passed down through history? Uh that originated with an elder that took some, uh, you know, magic potion so that they could uh, get in touch with the spirit world. You know, how do you know that all the world religions weren't made, created, originated from a guy or gal that got really high on psychedelics and then tried to explain their experiences? (laughs) How do you know that that's not true? Do some research. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised what you find about that kind of stuff. Uh, I'm going to let you know. You, you, you take that one uh, on your own time, you know. I'm not going to dive into that stuff uh, on this podcast. But, hey, you know, there's something there. There's some stuff there. Just letting you know. <laughs> Just trying to be a mentor. <laughs> Pointing you in the right direction. <laughs> oh, boy. I don't know, man. COVID. I mean, I can't remember the last. I mean, I can't plan. I can't plan my life anymore. I can't plan a wedding. I can't plan a vacation. I can't plan uh, Christmas. This year was tough with everything that was going on. Um, You know, life as you know it is slowly disappearing, people. Like, it's almost to that point point of normalization. To where this is just, sooner or later, people are just going to be like, oh, this is just the way it is. And they're just going to forget about it. They're going to stop investigating what happened back in the day when that COVID-19 world government rollout came and changed everything. I don't know, man. This stuff is... I can't stop talking about it. It's just, it's... Every day I see something in my life, in the real world, that I feel like I would label the real world. Every day I see something new that just immediately brings me back to, you know, this, me being in character doing doing this podcast. Every day I see something new that just, you know, just when I thought I couldn't see anything new, of course, here comes something 
you know, from just so far. Like, I don't know. I think it was Hitler, actually. I think it was Adolf Hitler that said that the, the masses will more easily fall victim to a big lie than a small lie. I mean, these guys, these people lived in history. These people said words. These people wrote books. These people led movements. This isn't conspiracy theory. You can go look this stuff up. Stop letting your TV tell you what a conspiracy theorist is. That phrase, P.S., was created uh, after the JFK assassination. uh, And that was the label that they put on people that uh, wanted to know what really happened there. Something fishy going on there. Hmm. Someone shot the President of the United States. Wonder why. Probably some reasons. Nothing new in this world except the history you do not know. It all connects, people. It all connects. It all connects. All this stuff connects. You know, and I've been talking a lot about the future and about where we are now, but let's go back and uh, real quick touch on where we came from. Um, Let me show you some more. Uh, about how it all connects. Let me give you a couple quotes here uh, from some of our founding fathers. Um, you know, tell me if tell me if we weren't warned. Okay, I'm gonna read a few quotes to you guys from some of our founding fathers, and then I'm I'm actually gonna touch on another money topic, like. I don't know if you don't know who Alexis de Tocqueville is. He wrote Democracy in America. He's a French guy that came to the United States and uh, wrote a book uh, about his observations on democracy and what he thought the future of democracy would be. Um, But here, real quick, I want to touch on this real quick. Okay, here we go. Alexander Hamilton, people. Nothing is more common than for a free people in times of heat and violence, to gratify momentary passions by letting into the government principles and precedents which afterwards prove fatal to themselves. If this kind is the doctrine of disqualification, disenfranchisement, of this kind, I messed up, here we go, of this kind, is the doctrine of disqualification, disenfranchisement, and banishment by acts of the legislature. The dangerous consequences of this power are manifest. If the legislature can disenfranchise any number of citizens at pleasure by general descriptions, general descriptions, what he's saying there is by not well thought out uh, narratives, you know, labels, labeling you in some type of group that they can demonize. If the legislature can disenfranchise any number of citizens at pleasure by general descriptions, it may soon confine all the votes to a small number of partisans and establish an aristocracy or an oligarchy. The name of liberty applied to such a government would be a mockery of common sense. All right? We were warned, people. The founding fathers, yeah, they might have been slave owners and 
you know, you got to put slavery in the, you know, the context of the time that it occurred. I continue to say this stuff to you people. Listen up. Okay. Yes. Our ancestors owned slaves. I get it. Right. Terrible. Horrible. Right. My point is, is that you can't blame the status quo of the time. Yeah, we know that slavery was terrible now, obviously, how many years after the fact. But during those days, it was still legal. And you know the history of America, people. The history of America is going from slavery to civil rights to everybody's on the, a level playing field, theoretically. Let me qualify that. Everyone, I, not everybody starts off on the same. We've talked about this before. Not everybody starts off from the same starting point. I get it. In an earlier podcast, I said some people are born on third base and thought they hit a triple. Some people start at negative at bat. Okay? I know that life isn't fair. I've been over this. But just listen to what I'm trying to say to you. These people were trying to, you know, based on the philosophy of the Enlightenment and on personal freedom and liberty and freedom from government, these people were trying to create a better, more equal, more fair, more moral world country you know here here's another one let me uh switch gears where is the one i wanted to tell you about here we go uh alexis de tocqueville who is a frenchman who came to the united states like i just said wrote the book democracy in america which is pretty dense but there's a lot of good stuff in there the american republic will endure until the day congress discovers that it can bribe the public with the public's money. What does that remind you of? Remember the episode I did on debt and how debt is used as a weapon? I mean, you know, people, I, I just don't understand. I don't understand how this stuff isn't more clear to you. I really don't. I really, I really don't. And, you know, it's sad. It's sad. Like I said, I've said it a million times. It's sad how effective media propaganda is. And it sucks. It sucks for those of us that actually take the time to learn and think and read. And we don't have our face in a screen all day long. Sometimes we have our face in a book. And for some of you people that have your face in a screen 24-7, you haven't read a book since high school 110% of the information you get about the world comes from social media or mainstream media. I've talked about all this before. You are the problem with this country. I'll say it again. You people are the problem with this country. Republican, Democrat, black, white, purple, polka dot. I don't care. You guys got to get this stuff through your heads sooner or later. You know what? Here we go. I'm going to recommend a book. There's a book by a man named Yuval Noah Harari. It is called Sapiens. It is a fantastic book. Fantastic read. I highly recommend it. It talks about homo sapiens. You, me, humans, human nature. Uh, amongst a lot of other things. Like I don't even want to sell it short by just saying that because there's so much more in that book. I, I highly recommend you all read it. But I want to talk to you Real quick about, uh, I think in the podcast where I was talking about KGB guy, uh, I was talking about being disillusioned and how I'm disillusioned and how, you know what, I, can't, I maybe more of us need to be disillusioned 
because of this global empire, global, uh, uh, you know, quote unquote conspiracy, secret shadow government, behind the scenes, acting publicly, privately. You know, if you guys aren't up to speed now, I mean, I'm going to keep talking about this stuff as if you all should know it. So just get ready. If this is, <laughs> if you made it this far along in my podcast so far, then uh, congratulations. You are in a very small percentage of people that actually have intellectual curiosity about this stuff. So, and you know what? I, I, I applaud you. I applaud you. And I really hope that we can together create more of us. Okay, I digress. Here we go. So uh, one of the chapters of the book Sapiens by Harari uh, is entitled Disillusionment. The end of history has been postponed. And I'm going to read this little blurb real quick. And, you know, just think about it. This is just kind of a, I'm not going to get super deep. Uh, I'm just going to touch on these this little part here. Okay, so here we go. Humans think in stories rather than in facts numbers, or equations. And the simpler the story, the better. Okay, I'm just going to stop right there. Just think about that line, okay? Humans think in stories rather than in facts, numbers, or equations. And the simpler the story, the better. This is something that I think about all the time. I feel like Religions started this way. They were oral traditions. They were stories, parables that were passed down through the generations so that people had a common morality, had common, um, you know, uh, observations and experiences that are kind of universal among human beings. You know, we obviously we all live at during different times uh, and the status quo of that time is different, you know? So that's got to be part of the conversation when you're talking about this stuff, okay? Um, And, you know, that's another reason why how media manipulation is so effective because they tell these long, drawn-out emotional stories with the, you know, uh, the um, just pulling the emotion out of you with the music and the pace of how they're, uh, you know, monologues are going or whatever. Like the the like for for me, like the way that I'll sometimes slow down to emphasize important points. You know what I mean? Like all you need is a little inflection in your voice. I'm telling you, people, it's easy to radicalize anybody. I mean, <laughs> it's just easy. Okay, uh, and this is how the media manipulates you. So there you go. Okay, here we go. Continuing this blurb. Every person, group, and nation has its own tales and myths. But during the 20th century, the global elites in New York, London, Berlin, and Moscow formulated three grand stories that claimed to explain the whole past and to predict the future of the entire world. The fascist story, the communist story, and the liberal story story. And Harari, in this specific case, when he says liberal story, he means classic liberalism. He means enlightenment theories and philosophy. He means basic, um, you know, it's almost like a classic liberal is kind of similar to what you would call a libertarian, is that someone who is primarily concerned with liberty first and everything else comes second. 
personal individual liberty should be the, the, the lay of the land, the way it is. And then all these little independent specific cases that we need to figure out or that government should be figuring out needs to first be like, okay, how can we do this and still keep the individual's liberty? Okay, that's classic liberalism. That's modern day libertarianism to an extent. Okay, I'm, I'm very general. I know that I could talk about what libertarianism uh, really is and what it seems to be to a lot of people today, but that's a whole nother podcast. Uh, and so there, classic liberalism. Okay, that's what he, Harari means in this case. The Second World War knocked out the fascist story. And from the late 1940s to the late 1980s, the world became a battleground between just two stories, communism and classic liberalism. Notice how those are not the same thing. Communism and liberalism in this case are not the same thing. Which is counterintuitive, I know, because your TV and your school and your social media, etc. have been telling you that communism is synonymous with liberalism. It is, today. But I wouldn't call it classic liberalism. I would call it neoliberalism. I would call it progressivism. Very, very different concepts. And if you don't understand that, and you're one of these people that are just slamming your keyboard in your social media comment sections, trying to rip down people that are actually really intelligent and know what that blank they're talking about, then you are the problem. You are the problem. Then the communist story collapsed. So the fascist story collapsed after World War II. The communist story collapsed after the 1980s. I'm paraphrasing now. And when the communist story collapsed and the liberal story remained, the dominant guide to the human past and the indispensable manual for the future of the world or so it seemed to the global elite. The liberal story celebrates the value and power of liberty. Or the libertarian story celebrates the value and power of liberty. Do you see how language and the meaning that we assign to words changes over time and is assigned new meanings by people who are trying to change narratives in order to change reality. People, you have got to wake up to this stuff. You've got to wake up to this stuff, okay? The liberal story celebrates the value and power of liberty. Classic liberal story, okay? It says that for thousands of years, humankind lived under oppressive regimes. Listen up that allowed people few political rights, economic opportunities, or personal liberties, and which heavily restricted the movements of individuals, ideas, and goods. That's where we're at, people. 
Right now we're in a battle for the classic liberal slash libertarian story. We are in a battle for what do we want to be the foundation of our future as a nation moving forward. Do we want to have to give our sovereignty to the big bad elite globalist government who <laughs> some of you people think that has our best interest in mind. Do you want to concede and relinquish your personal liberty to a group of individuals that you say, you know what, I'm not smart enough to make decisions for myself, so I am giving you power of attorney. You, almighty government, almighty omnipotent one, our father who art in Washington, from the Paul Harvey bit. Do you see? Do you see how all these common themes I can just weave them together from multiple sources throughout history? People, this information is out there. It is not being kept a secret. Your media doesn't want you to invest, investigate this stuff. I am pleading with you to investigate this stuff. People like me are pleading with you to investigate this stuff. It does not take a lot of effort to dive in and realize that your worldview is probably flawed. I was lucky. I realized this long ago because I read at length religiously when I was in my 20s. I read so much. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. It's kind of ridiculous. And I didn't do it because I was trying to pass a class. I did it because I was genuinely interested and curious. I aspired to intelligence. I didn't belittle it. And it doesn't make me feel inferior. Remember that part from Will McAvoy's bit on scene one, episode one of the newsroom? I mean, (sighs) all right, um... I don't know, man. I just, I really want, I just want, I want people to see how ridiculously obvious and easy it is to, to, to learn this stuff. Like, I, I really, one of, one of the most disgusting uh, parts of human nature that I just, I just, it just makes my skin crawl is you people that get on these comment sections of social media and just think that you know everything and you're, I mean, you know, people like me try to have a, a honest, logical, mature adult conversation free of ad hominems, free of name calling, you know, and you just get in your tribal ways and your ego just runs wild. And there are people out there that are really just trying to help and teach so that we can all learn and grow and move forward. And it's like some of you just prefer not to. It's like Isaac Asimov was right. There's this cult of anti-intellectualism where, you you know, you think that your knowledge is or your ignorance is just as good as someone else's knowledge. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? What a joke. If you believe that, I mean... (laughs) Gross. It's just gross.
I'm going to end today with a quote by Jim Morrison. If you don't know who Jim Morrison is, <laughs> stop listening to my podcast forever. <laughs> he said he once said the most important kind of freedom is to be is to be what you really are. You trade in your reality for a role. You trade in your sense for an act. You give up your ability to feel and in exchange, you put on a mask. Been wearing a lot of masks lately, haven't you? You were probably wearing a lot of masks before COVID. All the world's a stage and we're all merely players, right? There can't be any large-scale revolution until there's a personal revolution on an individual level. It's got to happen inside first. Jim Morrison said that. People, if you want to solve the problems in this world, first look inwardly and solve the problems with you first. Once you solve those problems, or once you get to a pretty good base level of intellectual honesty and the ability to check your ego and be humble and be open-minded and be able to uh, allow in <clears throat> and process information, no matter how it makes you feel, feel you know, if it makes you triggered, ooh, I'm triggered. You got to get rid of that. You got to get rid of triggered. You got to get rid of offended. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Being offended by something just means you're being a little bitch about it. So cry me a river. Put on your big boy or your big girl pants and grow the F up. You don't get to have the mentality of a 19-year-old idiot college student with no life experience and no leg to stand on in mature adult intellectual conversations. You don't get to be that person for your entire life. You have to develop yourself if you want to make fruitful use of freedom. Eric from people. It all connects. All of this stuff connects. All right. That's it for today, people. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. If you're still listening to my podcast, I love you people. Please share this podcast. If you think that you know somebody that this podcast will bring value to their lives, lives and be able to help them, uh, you know, navigate this crazy new nutty world that we're living in. It's just nuts. It's just bananas. It's crazy. I, 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 it is far from a sane society, in my humble opinion. Oh, all right, uh, episode nine. I think this was nine. Yeah, this was nine. This is kind of a two. This was kind of a two-parter. Please, if you haven't gone back and listened to eight first, go listen to eight. Eight kind of continues into nine. Similar themes. Uh, I start with Huxley and I end where I'm at right now. And the point is, it all connects. There are people throughout history 
that have had similar paths to enlightenment. And all of them have similar things to say about this stuff, people. It's not just me. <clears throat> Today's conspiracy theorist was yesterday's well-adjusted, connected, open-minded, liberty-loving humans. Human menta or mentality. Like... <laughs> It, it, it's it's unbelievable how they can change words and change narratives and, and throughout the course of a generation, subvert you. Remember KGB guy? Subvert your way of thinking. So And, and it's so effective that, what did he say? What did KGB guy said? It takes 15 to 30 years to, of re-education to change all of those ideas that are embedded. I, uh, it drives me crazy. Talking about this stuff, people. Every day I see one of you knucklehead idiots running your mouth on social media. You know what? Shut the up for all of us. For me, for you, for all of us. Shut up until you get it. Go to the website, politicsandpunkrockpodcast.com. Check out the blog post. Check out the lyrics I've been posting there. You can listen to all the episodes there. Um... <laughs> In a previous episode, I told you guys I'd never do business with Twitter. But I'm a changed man, and here's why. I'm trying to promote this podcast. I'm trying to make some money. I'm trying to pay some bills. Uh, you know, I'm trying to be somewhat of a capitalist here. Uh, and I don't want to work for other people for the rest of my life. So, you know, mm, weird. Weird. Um, so, I, 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 st <laughs> I started a Twitter account uh, where... You know, I think it's Andrew for America. Um, I think it's Andrew for America. I'll have to look. But look me up on Twitter. You'll find me. I probably have two followers right now because I'm brand new. Uh, but I'm going to post uh, episodes there like I'm posting on the Politics and Podca Podcast um, Facebook page. And, uh, again, uh, I've been posting them in the private group. I've been telling you guys about Andrew for America Comedy and Commentary. So uh, send uh, an invite if you want to join the private group of like-minded individuals. Go to the website, check me out. Uh, go to Twitter, check me out. Uh, tell your friends. Uh, oh, and uh, I'm on Apple Podcasts now. Apple Podcasts, pick me up. Doing a good job. Feeling good about myself. Not going to let my ego get out of control, but you know. <laughs> You know, I'm forty. I'm in my forties now. I've I've long since learned how to check my ego at this point. So you know, I recommend you all do the same. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I can't tell you how much I enjoy doing this podcast, and I'm gonna keep it going, uh, like I keep saying. So uh, I hope you like the off with their head song. I'll post those lyrics soon. And whew, episode ten, bum bum bum. Coming soon. What am I going to talk about? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Episode 10. Should I turn a corner? Should I change the subject? Are you guys bored yet? Shoot me an email. Andrew for America 1984 at gmail.com. Let me know. Am I getting uh, long winded here? Am I getting redundant? 
Um, is there any other punk rock you wanted to listen to? Is there any other punk themes you want me to talk about? Um, someone emailed me and from England and asked me, Hey, do you know about this band and this, uh, um, you know, group of people or whatever, this like movement. And I was like, no idea, man. Educate me, teach me, send me some info. Tell me what you're talking about. If I find it interesting, I might put it on the podcast. Who knows? And if you're a punk band, you're trying to get heard. Uh, my audience isn't huge yet, but I mean, hey, you got to start somewhere. I've been there. I've been in your shoes. Send me your stuff. I'll check it out. If I think it themes up nicely with uh, the stuff I'm talking about on this podcast, who knows? You might hear your song on an episode of the Politics and Punk Rock podcast. That's it for today. I love you guys. Uh, I I'll hope to hear from you soon. And uh, episode 10 coming soon. Thanks again. Thanks again for les listening. And uh, it all connects, people. All this stuff connects. I'm telling you. <laughs> you know, life is a ride. It's got twists and turns and ups and downs. I don't know if you guys know who Bill Hicks is. Awesome stand-up comedian. I'll probably talk about Bill Hicks in the future. Probably will. Probably do. I might have to do a whole Bill Hicks episode. Who knows? We'll see. But, um, you know. Bill Hicks talks about, you know, everyone's got a choice between fear and love. You want to be afraid your entire life or do you want to have the courage to develop yourself and develop your capacity for love? Please find the strength, find the courage to develop yourself. Learn about this stuff. Study your history. Find common themes Put it all together and it will paint you a Rembrandt, a Picasso. I promise you will benefit from knowing rather than not knowing. And for the love of whatever God you pray to, please stop thinking that being a stupid, ignorant America, American is something to aspire to. There is no <laughs> value in being one of those stupid, ignorant, useful, idiot just completely detached from reality 110% of your current events comes from social media and mainstream media human being, just stop stop being that person, it's gross it's disgusting. You people repulse me. Hey, but I love you guys. <laughs> I love you guys. But I really do. I love you guys. And I'm not being a snide asshole when I say that. I really do. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Episode 10 coming soon. If you like this stuff, keep listening. I'm going to keep bringing the thunder. Tell your friends. I really appreciate it. I'll talk to you soon. See you all soon. Episode 10, coming soon.